I'm Alicia. And I'm Grace. Welcome, Welcome to, to Average. Welcome back to Adrage, everyone. Welcome back. Glad to have you here. So, Grace, do you want to go ahead and like introduce what the fuck we're gonna talk about this this episode? Yeah, I would absolutely love to. So, as <laughs> you may know, International Women's Day has yeah. come and gone for another year. Um, oh, the one day. Yes, I want to say happy Women's Day to anyone that celebrates or yeah. anyone that used to celebrate and no longer mm-hmm. does or anyone that is a an ally of women. Yeah. Um I made my boyfriend pay for all of my meals on an International Women's Day, so I hope I encourage everyone to do the same. Reparations, baby. Yes. Absolutely. Also, it's all month, so I mean that rule could really just extend through the month. Exactly. So. I'm milking it for what it's worth. Absolutely. I love that for you. Um. So as we here at Adrage know, brands love a good holiday. <laughs> Simp for a good holiday, if you will. Brands eat that shit up because they personally think it is their time to shine. It is their, yeah, it's their moment. So I just wanted to go through, obviously, like, we're not going to go through every brand because everyone has something Mm -hmm. to say in the world of advertising, Um, but I do want to go through some of the better ones and some of the worse ones. Some fan faves. Some fan faves and some fan um, not faves. Not faves. (laughs) Unfaves. So, yeah, I just want to preface this um by saying obviously a brand changing its LinkedIn profile picture for the month is not doing anything mm-hmm. we're not fooling anyone um but in in this Maybe. space we like to entertain the idea that you know advertising is fun and if Netflix wants to yeah. do a cute little video ad then like good Good for them. I want to watch it. Good for them. Yeah. Um, and I will say a lot of brands pretty much were like, hey, here's our emotional video ad. Here's a buttload of money we're donating. And that's the end of it. And I appreciate that. I think that is the best advertising strategy in this day and age. Yeah. It's the template, the blueprint, really. Exactly. We gave money and we, we shouted out. Like, I mean, that sounds shallow, but like. It's good. The th- it depends on what they donate to, you know, like what they give their money to. And that's like, so realistically, I've come to realize over the past year that money is the only thing that makes a real difference, especially from brands. Like brands being like, yeah, we stand with women. So our president is a woman is like, that doesn't do anything for me. But if you donate to a social program that I'm part of, mm-hmm. that helps me. So yeah. The only way that brands can redeem themselves is through donating a buttload of money, which is only like a small percentage of their revenue. But yeah, put your money where your mouth literally. is, bitch. Amen. I love that. Um, Period. So, AdRage did Adrage. a really good article, sort of just compiling all of the notable. Um, International Women's Day advertisements and they prefaced it by saying in the past year December was one of the worst months for women in total women mm-hmm. lost 156,000 jobs while men gained 16,000 <gasps> women also form 70% of the world's health and social sector tirelessly serving all those suffering from COVID-19 which is like tea how are women losing jobs while men are gaining jobs oh. in a pandemic? That's like Jeff Bezos making... That's like billionaires Dude. making more money than usual during a pandemic. That's like highway robbery. Yeah. With like a economy declining and them like making the most they've ever made. I fucking hate it here. It's... Anyways. It's truly <laughs> dystopian, but we cannot fix that today. <laughs> Not today. That's what, we'll, we'll put that on the list. It's on the back burner. It is. Let it simmer. Um, oh my god, I those stats just made me so mad. Like, I'm angry now. Right? I just woke up from a nap, but now I'm mad. So it's a difference I'm ready to fight. from being like, I'm a woman, I understand, like, 
the the wage gap, I understand the confidence gap, yeah. I understand like how gender stereotypes affect me, like even in classes, like we've very clearly seen how differently men get treated yeah. in this like small microsystem of a university. Um, mm-hmm. But it's a different thing to be to like see those cold hard stats and be like, oh, men are like the numbers. Men are fine. Like they're just living. They literally don't need anything. If anything, they need a timeout. <laughs> like sit in the corner, face the wall, and think about what you've done. Men are. I don't care. Are truly, just vibing through this pandemic. Like on God. No thoughts, just vibes. Women are like, I, hate them. I can't get a job. I can't. Freaking my boss doesn't respect me. I can't get a raise. Literally. And men are like, oh, yeah. I just got two raises. There's not only a pay gap, but an orgasm gap, which I think speaks volumes. Like, yeah. And that's what no one wants to discuss. <laughs> that's the realty that no everyone's afraid to talk about. Yeah. They don't talk about it. It's fine. Wow. It's fine. Anyways. Anyways, before we turn we into, like, a brand or sex ed podcast, which I would love, um... <gasps> That would be so pretty. Yeah, so like I said, we can't go through all of them, but we'll just talk about some notable ones. Um, mm-hmm. Google, I really enjoyed. I am a sucker. If we haven't picked up on it by now, I'm a sucker for like an emotional video ad. I mm-hmm. love to get the tear ducts rolling. I love to like just yeah. torture myself by being like, here's the smallest piece of media. I need to cry over it for no reason. Absolutely. But yeah, so Google pretty much was like, hey, here is this um, really cool campaign. At, um, we're also donating $25 million. And it's like, okay. Sexy. We love to see it. Google can hit it raw. Oh my God. That's so, that's so sexy. Ad students be yeah. like, this major corporation could get it. Could get it. Like, and I don't say that about many major corporations, because, but... Google, consider yourself lucky. Yeah. Google also is just really good at playing on emotions. Oh, like, we've seen that, yeah. You know, like, they never disappoint. You, they're a tech company, mm-hmm. but they're over here like, you want to cry? And I'm like, yeah, actually. A little bit, yeah. A little bit. How'd you know? It's probably because all the data they have on me in my recent searches. They... Whatever. They already know. Um, they know me. But yeah, so they had a campaign called First of Many, which right off the bat, I l- love that messaging. I think we put a lot of yeah. emphasis on like, oh my God, it's the like first woman to do this or like, um, you know, like the first female lead on like, uh, or like the first like black female lead mm-hmm. on a Disney Channel show. And it's like, okay, we can have the first person, but like, when's the second coming? Um I, yes. they just announced a new show with a black female lead, and I apologize, I don't know her name, but it's one of the actresses from Grownish, I think, or Blackish. Okay. I have not seen those shows. I know there's a few different, ver- like, offshoots of it, um, but mm-hmm. someone on Twitter was like, I didn't realize that we haven't had a black female lead in a Disney Channel show since China Ann McLean, and it's like, that's when I was a kid. <sighs> Wait, what about That's a Raven? She That's a Raven was before. Oh my god, I'm old. am I aging myself right now? A little. Okay. A little. Oh my god! Ah! No, so okay. like China Ann McLean wasn't the first black female lead for like on a Disney Channel show, but but it's, it's the most recent. Most recent until like this new announcement, but like I was watching Ant Farm like when I was a little girl at my grandma's house. Like that, it wasn't like you know twenty years ago, but it was like a long time ago. It's been a long time, and it's like think of how many new shows that Disney Channel's probably announced with white leads. Ooh, tea. Like food, just food for thought. Just things to think about. It's not you know. Yeah. It's not equal. So I, I like this idea, like, first of many. So it pretty much celebrates um, women who are, the f- like, oh, the first woman to do this, the first woman to do that. Um, and, yeah. of course, it's Google, so they show it in the form of, like, Google searches and Google news headlines, which is, I think is just a, a nice way to, like, tie it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they had a whole section, not a whole section, but they had, like, a, a portion of it that was dedicated to, like, um, like women in rap music and how women have like changed the rap industry and Cardi B winning a Grammy um, and talked about mm-hmm. like um, 
one of the um, COVID vaccines was um, like created by a woman or like she was like behind one of the COVID vaccines. And it also, of course, has a Beyonce song in the background. I told Alicia this before we started recording, but the way that Beyonce's <laughs> music has a, a hold, has a chokehold on major corporations yeah. when they talk about like International Women's Day is just She's the hilarious dom, to me. Of this entire like dynamic with corporations when it comes to International Women's Day. CEO said, Yeah, I love women. I CEO said, I love women. <laughs> However, I can only name one, and it is Beyonce. So we're yeah. using her music. Period. And she's but, a POC. Yeah, to, wow. Yeah, we'd love to see it. A we cute little formation it. track in the background of this video. I liked cute. it. It made me very, like, proud to be a woman or whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, so, yeah, really digging Googles, really digging the buttload of money they are donating as well. That's so sexy. Google, Yes. Um, I like how your fave or like your one of your top was very like emotional and just really good. And one of my favorites was Lego. Um, and yes. here's my reasons. <laughs> no, I love Lego. Always Dude, is it was so, so cute. cute. So their campaign, I'm pretty sure it was like a print campaign, um, but it exists of course across all platforms. Is um, their future builders campaign. And what they did was they highlighted just, like, different, like, I don't, I'm bad at guessing kids' ages. I'm going to say, like, ranging from, like, <laughs> three to five. I don't know. That looks okay. like the rage. I believe um, you. So three to five years old, and they're just different little girls, very diverse. It's not just, you know, your white girls. No offense, love my white girls. But, and then, like, each of them is holding something that, like, is built from Legos. And it's just so, like, wholesome. Um... Their tagline is, like, what it is is blank. And then they, like, fill it in with different um, words, like, original, pioneering, creative. And I think Lego is so sexy when it comes to copywriting. Like, they just know how to pack a story in, like, three sentences. I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they just, they get to the point, they do the damn thing, and then they walk away. And anyways, if you go on their site, they definitely have a bunch of different, like, resources on their page to go to. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it was really cute to see. I think Lego gets not, like, pushed to the back burner, but, like, everyone knows Lego. And they're not like, look at me, this is brand new, unless you're a child. But for them to come out with, like, something that speaks across generations, especially through generations that have, like grown up with Lego, but now have moved on to, like, not Lego things, you know? Or if you still play with Legos, that's cool, too. Stand in your truth. But, yeah. Yeah, I love it. I think Lego is such a fun brand because it's literally just, like, it's just the, it's just people having fun. Yeah, it's, li- and I, I want to walk into, like, Legos, I don't know what, it's in-house, I'm pretty sure, but, like, just their, like, design team and, like, pick their brains because the things that they come up with, I'm just like, you guys are cute. Like, it's so, like, innocent and cute. I don't know. I just want, I want to protect it. I just have Legos you know. just, like, um, we're gonna build a dragon out of Legos today. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I support. How can I help? How can I be there for you? How can I support you, Shadi? Yeah, she- <laughs> okay (laughs) I love that um this one wasn't offensive it wasn't terrible I just think it was stupid so Hershey's that was mine too (laughs) oh no no it's okay we'll double down on Hershey's then I'm fine with that give it Um, good good Hershey's so they did that um Pretty much, Hershey's was like, oh, huh, the word she is in the name of our candy bar. Let's play on that. Completely, apparently, overlooking the first three letters, which is her. Yeah. Um, And I could see that being like, okay, you can use she, you can use her. 
but their their like tagline and the hashtag for the for the campaign was celebrate she. The wow. Like, yeah. It could I, you could just say celebrate her and it still fits your brand. Why would you say celebrate she? I I they didn't even try. They, and, like, you would have had, like, come on. Yeah. You had to have seen it. You had to have known. It's the first three letters. Because, like, I get, oh, like, you can't spell Hershey without she. That, oh, that line be, completely yeah. makes sense. That was, like, their, that's, like, one of their lines. That makes sense. Celebrate she is stupid. It's just, it doesn't sit right with me. Especially when you could have just as easily done celebrate her. Yeah. What, literally, what the fuck. Also... They did the thing that I literally hate oh. when brands do this. Mm-hmm. They just changed their packaging to highlight the S, H, and E. Yeah. Baby, how is that serving us? Yeah, it's not. It's not at all. If anything, we're thinking this is a new flavor, and now we're confused. Literally. And it's like... Celebrate she. I just, oh, I hate it. It's so stupid. I hate any brand that is like, to celebrate you, like, oppressed group, we're going to change the color on our packaging. Solidarity, am I right? And it's like, like, a genuine, honest to God, fuck you, that doesn't help. (laughs) What does that do? Absolutely nothing. They did nothing to, like, change anything about themselves. They're like, oh my God, look at us. We're already inclusive. Her and she... What else do they uh, want? So we got both of them. We got both. Um, women are literally dying, Hershey's. So <laughs> thanks for changing the color of your packaging. I feel much safer now. I feel more not dead. Women are dying, Hershey's. Period. And this is what you give us? Fucking crumbs? Grasping at straws? It's embarrassing because mm. it's... I could have seen this in 2015 and the gorillas eating that shit up, but it's 2021. Yeah. Like, we're fed up. The pandemic has Bruh. left everyone just, like, broken mm-hmm. up inside. Like, no one's having a good time. The girlies are dying. Like, it's... It's... They're dying. It's a bad time for women. And her, she said, we see you, we hear you, we stand with you. So we changed the color of our packaging. Yeah. Hershey's, I want you to do better. Okay, so let's maybe go to, like, a good one since we both shared a, a, a bad one mm-hmm. together. Hershey was disgusting. Don't like it. Um, I liked Ikea's. They had, like, a little, um, they had, I don't know the, the actress's name, but they had someone speak, um, and it basically gave some facts about uh, women, especially right now in a pandemic, like Grace was sharing earlier about like the loss of jobs and the fact that um, women's duties in the household have actually gone up during the pandemic, even though they're working from home. So on top of working, they're expected to do more since they're already there, right? Mm-hmm. Fucking hate that. Don't Anyways, um, yeah. Um, Ikea developed a card game. Um, I think it's like called 50-50. So what it is, is like you sit down with like your partner or like whoever, like your living, your living person. I am not with the shits, but anyways. That was so um, woke of you. (laughs) As opposed to the dead person you hang out with. Right. Um, (laughs) So those like you're living with and you play this game and it basically like encourages um, transparency with how you think people are either pulling their weight or not pulling their weight in the household and creates like a safe space to talk about it rather than just straight up confronting someone. It like encourages like, hey, um, like I do most of this, maybe you could like pull here, like here's your strengths. It's kind of like we're not really strangers, but not as deep. Yes, that's the vibe I got from it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I liked it, I don't know. Again, I didn't look up what they donated, um, but I know they did donate to like some orgs. They gave money, I know this. I love that, especially because, like, you can't, when it comes to, like, and I'll I'll talk about this Mm -hmm. in in one of my upcoming ones, but when it comes to stuff like, like, things that are illegal, like domestic violence or, like, Mm -hmm. violence towards women, like, that is stuff that needs, like, cold, hard change. Like, you can't just, like, 
be like, oh, we made a game to end domestic violence. Like, that doesn't work. But when it comes to, like, mm-hmm. softer things, like, not, I don't know how to describe it, but things that aren't very concrete. There's not, like, a black and white of what's wrong and right. Yeah. Like, the Stuff, gray area. The gray area of, like, splitting up household chores and, like, how it's mm-hmm. predominantly, like, it falls on women and like historically Mm -hmm. like women have like had to carry the household chores you don't need like legislation like we're never gonna have legislation changing that it's just a societal standard so I think it's that is something where like Ikea took a really good route to be like okay like Mm -hmm. but here's how we're gonna change that by like making it the status quo and by giving you this tool to like talk with your your partner that you live with so I fucking dig this I thought it was so great, too, because it talks about, like, the home environment, you know? Um, So it dealt with women and, like, a lot of the responsibilities falling on them, but also the home, which ties back into IKEA as a brand being, like, a store that sells, like, home goods and all the houseware stuff. So I just thought that was so neat, and it was very, like, I don't know, kind of bold to do that. Like, to kind of put their their hands in something that maybe, like, you wouldn't expect Ikea to put their hands in, you know? Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. They were just like, let's just dabble, and I love that. Go Ikea. Love your meatballs. Anyways. Real quickly, it's not worth, like, going into. I just want to say I really enjoyed GoDaddy's. Their campaign was called Make No Apologies, and it pretty much played on the idea that when women email, they tend to use like more question marks and exclamation points and more like not flowery language but they'll add in like more words to soften the blow instead of being direct and say like oh sorry for bothering you sorry for sending an email like oh like you know if it's not too much to ask um so it kind of showed someone like typing it out and then like backspacing and like fixing it and I think it like it's just a really nice message it's Mm -hmm. something that we don't talk about enough. Like, I, oh, I'm not going to know the source of it, but I once read a really good article about the confidence Mm -hmm. gap, which is just talking about how even if, like, men and women have the same skill set, like, a lot of times people who are in charge are sexist. But a lot of times men are more confident asking for raises and they know how to like go after things they want because it's more likely that you're gonna have an underqualified man who feels confident in his job um Mm -hmm. than like a a woman in the same part like men feel more that way while women feel like they are underqualified in Mm -hmm. or like women are overqualified in jobs that Mm -hmm. they are not confident yeah about if that makes sense so like men yeah are just naturally more confident because that's how they're raised. So I like anything that's gonna like talk about that and bring that to the to attention. Yeah, I love. Um, and I I really liked GoDaddy's, um, ad. I encourage you to watch it because it was cute. But we don't have to like go into it. We love GoDaddy. GoDaddy's cute. Also, um, before we get into like more, I just wanted to also throw in a random spiel. I don't know if everyone noticed that Cardi B released a doll. That was interesting. That and was interesting. I didn't know how to feel because I was just like, what? Um, Stand in your truth, Cardi, but also like, what? <laughs> so I was yeah. just kind of confused on like, I guess, the release date of the doll. Like, I just kind of felt like it could have waited. I don't know. I don't know. For me, it was like this wasn't very like empowering to like women. Maybe little girls to see like a Cardi B doll. I didn't play with dolls much growing up, um, which is why I'm gay now. No, I'm just <laughs> But <laughs> That's why. Yeah, that's exactly why. So if you want your child to be hetero, make sure that they um, play with Barbies. Or G.I. Joes, respectively. Or G.I. <laughs> Joes. I'm looking at the doll right now, and, like, you know that whole thing that, like, came up in the mid-2010s about... Um, like how like Barbie is not like uh, like a woman who is shaped with the proportions of Barbie would be like literally unhealthy because she wouldn't be able to fit her organs in her stomach. I'm looking at yeah. the Cardi B doll and like I understand that like obviously it's gonna be like more exaggerated yeah. or whatever, but like I'm looking at it and I'm like 
that just feels bad for children's like mental yeah like your self image like i i understand that like obviously like cardi b has a big butt like yeah cardi b got that She's donk got that fucking pigs hair mom if you will and i will <laughs> we'll see um but literally like looking at the proportions her hip to waist ratio is like four to one like yeah i know for a fact <laughs> she that she put fucking numbers on it i'm screaming like That's literally i know it's that accurate. cardi b maybe even five to one like i know cardi b is like slim thick like that but yeah. not like that not like she ain't built like that she's though. not built like that because it wouldn't she be healthy like it wouldn't so Normal it almost bodies. feels almost feels like a step back for women today but we won't have to we don't have to unpack yeah. that. <laughs> That's another episode. <laughs> we're, so we're slowly going to turn into a podcast that talks about, like, women's rights, gay rights, and sex. Anyways, okay, did you have, one like, another good one? I, I'm all out for, like, good ones. Oh, I had, I want to shout out two that were, like, literally cookie cutter, like, emotional video and donated a lot of money which we love. Mm-hmm. Um, so Secret Deodorant, which is under P&G. Um, yeah. They, it's part of their $1 million ongoing pledge to further gender equality. Um, so they talked about, like, single working moms um, and, like, how hard it's been, especially during the pandemic, which, like, amen. I'm, I'm neither of those yeah. things, but <laughs> I'm, I'm actually none of those things. But And then Netflix also... We don't have to go into details, but Netflix was like, hey, I'm throwing money at the problem, and, like, thank you. That's Make all Make it rain, want. Netflix, period. I want to talk about one more that I didn't like before we get to the big one that we did not Ooh, like. Oh, the finale. Okay, okay. Talk the about finale. one more that you didn't like. So, Unilever, obviously, I want to preface this. I don't think I have to, but, like, I don't, I do not support domestic violence, Okay. Unilever did a an ad against domestic violence, but it was very much an awareness campaign okay. that pretty much played on the idea of being on mute. So it showed a bunch of like mouths and the mute button was over their mouth and then a mouse came up and clicked it and then it was like, Can you hear me now? And then it was all the mouths talking in unison about domestic <gasps> violence, which is like all well and good, but like Oh, like, okay, another another play on, you know, Zoom calls during the pandemic. It feels a little bit tired, and I, I like, obviously, like, I like bringing attention to it on mm-hmm. International Women's Day. Yeah. But also, it was like, it was like, oh, to help fight the stigma, go to our website to see our policy, and it's like, what? <laughs> What? Just redirecting traffic to their website, basically. Yeah, and the, th- the other thing is, like, 100%, there should be no stigma around domestic violence, but I feel like yeah. we've gotten to a place where it's like, we don't need to run awareness campaigns anymore. We need to push money towards resources so we can get women out of homes that they don't feel comfortable in. Like, do you know how many GoFundMes I pass just scrolling through Twitter on a day that yeah. are like, hey, I'm in an unhealthy living situation, like, I'm in a dangerous living situation, but I can't afford to move out. Like, like if you can help, please help. People yeah. need money. They don't need any, like, we're... They don't need your website. We're aware that, yeah. <laughs> like, domestic violence is huge, and it rose during the pandemic just like it was predicted. Like, we know, Unilever, yeah. trust me, we know, like, we get it. you, like, I don't know, it just rubbed me the wrong way, like, literally, like you said, just directing webs, or traffic to the website. The motive was honestly just, like, selfish. Exactly, and, like, they didn't, there's no mention of, like, donating any money. Yeah, just go to our website and domestic violence will be solved. Literally, right? it makes me very upset and it just felt like people who were like oh my god like it just felt like they were trying to win like an advertising award because they're like we'll play on the pandemic and it'll be about domestic violence that's how you get an award like I guarantee that they're gonna get they're gonna get some award at Cannes because Cannes is always into that like very emotional bullshit and like that's gonna be that's just frustrating 
But like the way you do it, like, cause you could definitely speak about domestic violence in a way where it's like, not about you, you know? A hundred percent. Or being like, like, hey, like, no, honestly, like donating money or being like, hey, if you see this, you can go to this website because it's like, what if this is like online or on TV of someone who is a victim, like give them resources. Don't be like, go to our website and you can see our policy. And it's like, yeah. And while you're there, maybe like buy some shit or like, I don't know what they even fucking do, but you know. Oh, they do like Q-tips. It's like Vaseline. Vaseline? Like toiletry type stuff. Okay. They could have, yeah, they could have definitely maybe even like started a community fund or like like donated to community funds with that help rehouse women like in those situations or literally done anything exactly how long did that take us 10 seconds to come up with to pitch that yeah so it just put us in the boardroom put us there not your lover though because i don't like put us in the damn boardroom i'll make sure all of your money gets donated all right should we should we do it? Oh. Should we do it? Drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> I love the mouth drum roll. All right, let's let's rip open a new one. So, I'm hoping... Them. This is your time to shine, Grace. I'm so I'm excited to hear this. I'm hoping you're all aware of this by now, if you're into advertising, and if not, welcome. You've probably heard of it anyways, because it was so welcome. stupid. Um... Mm-hmm. But Burger King, to celebrate International Women's Day, tweeted, women belong in the kitchen, full stop. <sighs> and to make matters <sighs> worse, it was tweeted from Burger King UK. So essentially, it reads as, oi, women belong in the kitchen, innit? Innit, bruv. <laughs> so it's like a double <laughs> offense that it's from the UK Twitter and for what they said. Um, Obviously, it was quickly pointed out that everyone hated it and thought it was a bad idea. Um, They got a lot of, like, the majority of their interactions on Twitter were negative. Um, And it actually, surprise, surprise, opened up a lot of toxic comments and sexist comments from men below in the replies of the tweet. Who would have (gasps) thought? Oh, because they felt safe. Yeah, because it's an it's opening up dialogue with that prep. Like, okay, okay, obviously. That crowd. Obviously this is a joke because they go on to say, like, oh, women belong in the kitchen. If they want to be, that's why we're having a scholarship to get more women into fine dining because women are not represented in the kitchen or whatever. And it's like, oh, yeah. you, you big bitch, you stupid little bitch, I yeah. hate you. Um, you stupid little like, bitch. Like, obviously, okay, because, like, I read that. I think that's fucking hilarious. I don't think yeah. that's a good strategy for f- for trying to market your business. And it especially was a terrible strategy because... Yeah. Like, we, like, okay. I just feel like you open up dialogue with that as like the that setting the tone and it's like you're not going to get good you know that you're not going to get good feedback no one's going to be on board with this mm-hmm. like i don't know it's i i someone on adage said that there's a fine line between edgy and inappropriate and that line is always moving and it's like yeah absolutely like you got to read the room you always have to read the room there's a huge difference like, between me tweeting that women belong in the kitchen which is objectively funny and Burger King tweeting it, which is objectively yeah. inappropriate. Inappropriate, you ha- like especially with your impact on people, like your reach. You have to, you have to take into account your reach. Like the the concept could have been cool if it was like a smaller scale, maybe like a small scale restaurant of like I don't know, like a local biz. I you know, like if a Tampa local biz did that, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I, it also depends on the medium because oh, initially. This was a full-page ad in the, in some magazine, yeah, New York Times. So this originally Ooh. was a full-page ad in the New York Times, and obviously the headline still reads, women belong in the kitchen, and then the rest of the body copy is right there underneath it. So when you translate a print ad to a tweet, 
it changes dramatically. So yeah, the way that Burger King handled it was just the first tweet saying women belong in the kitchen. Oh, and then no. the reply tweet was like, that's why we're donating, blah, blah, blah. So it's like that goes to show that you can't just, you need to have different strategies for different platforms and different yeah. mediums because it doesn't just translate like that. Like the the print ad in the New York Times is still is still not yeah. great, but it's not as egregious as the the especially tweet. like Twitter because there are no rules. Like Instagram, you can be a little softer about, but Twitter they will rip you open a new one, stitch it back up, and then rip it again. Like Twitter crowd, don't yeah. give a fuck. I love Twitter personally. Twitter is not a safe space. Twitter's not a safe space. Oh, Burger King, you fucked up, my dude. Where's the king? I want him to do a PR, like, announcement, like a public apology to the queen. I want the king to come out. I want the king to have an apology video. Yes, I want a spoken apology video. And I don't know. Maybe they could also use this, like, as a way to, like, jump back. With the apology video? I don't know. Burger King, if you're listening, I we want credit, so pay your creatives. Absolutely. Anyways. Burger King, run us our check. For International Women's yeah. Day, you can give us money. Dude. Dairy Queen should have hopped on that and been like, what? But also, I just hate that, I hate, I hate the brands are people on Twitter. It's like, we'll, we can have a whole episode so you don't like Wendy? That. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll revisit. Back burner. She said, wait, you don't Did like you- Wendy? <laughs> <laughs> but they're honey butter biscuits. <laughs> okay. Um. So, a another agency saw that, and it is mm. um an Austin, Texas-based full-service agency called Hunt Gather, um, and they okay. are ninety-five percent of their staff are women. So this um article kind of tells the story of them being like in the office celebrating International Women's Day and then they see this tweet and they're like literally what the fuck so they stay up all night they launch a um a website called burger-queen.com um where you can buy t-shirts and tote bags um and stickers and posters okay. in a response to Burger King's idea. So they don't have the logo anywhere, but they use like a similar font and they use Burger King colors. So they have a shirt that says a woman's place is anywhere she wants. They have a shirt that says have it her way, which is playing on the have it your way tagline from Burger King. Mm-hmm. And okay. then they have a really really cute poster that I actually really like called Queens unite, dethrone the king, and it's a hand with a middle finger up and, like, onion rings around the middle <gasps> finger. Dude, that's so sexy. It's, like, real cute, and I believe all of the proceeds are being donated to the Girls Empowerment Network. <gasps> I love that. So... Here, I'll drop the the link in the chat if you want to see it because it's honestly so cute. Like some of it, it's like okay, I don't want to wear clothing that looks like it came from Burger King, but the poster especially is like so cute. But I also love just like shit post meme style shit. Oh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Oh my god, the poster is everything. Now I really want to see a, an apology video from the king. I think Burger King had potential with this Absolutely. and then completely missed it. Well, I loved I like the, the freaking... I loved the rebrand, like, the really cute retro rebrand they did. So I went to yeah. Burger King, like, the next week after the rebrand. Because I'm like, oh, my God, let's check it out. Literally, I hated it. Like, it was, it was like, <gasps> the worst fast food I've ever had, I think. You've never had Burger King before that? I could have told you that. I just saved you a trip, Queenie. No, I've had it before just, like, so long ago. Dude. Their only good thing are the French toast sticks that they make. Oh, word. That sounds good. Dude. And it's only good when you have it in an airport waiting for your flight. That's the only (laughs) place where it's actually really good. I get it. I get it. Um, no, but I... Um... Yeah, mm. it's it's not 
giving me anything. I think it was just the stupidest idea. Like, I think it's funny, yeah. but I it, that should have been an idea that someone pitched, and they were all like, oh my god, that's so funny, but we can't actually do that. Like, but they never got to that second, but we can't actually do that. Like, they yeah, just like, enjoy it maybe actually, in the boardroom. Yeah. But don't run it. Don't run it, please. I'm begging you. Um, don't run it. Just so out of out of curiosity, I was like, who who did this? Who oh, no. who put who put who put this ad out there? Who put yeah. this stupid ass campaign out into this fucking the world? Um, and it is by the um, David Agency in Miami. Miami, no! Miami! Um, 305, baby! So, I... And I probably should... I probably should be aware of them, but this is the first time that I've, like... Well, okay, they did the the moldy Whopper, which I think was a really, really genius campaign for Burger King. So, I have yeah, to give them that. Um, David also did... Do you remember when um, Heinz announced that they were doing like a limited edition ketchup bottle that looked like Ed Sheeran's skin. No. So Wait. Ed Sheeran has fucking for whatever reason, Ed Sheeran has I think he has like a Heinz ketchup bottle tattooed on his arm. So Heinz was like, "Oh my god, King, I love that. Um our next bottle is going to look like it's like pretty much like they took his tattoo and, like, the skin and, like, wrapped it around the bottle for the packaging. I hate that. Literally fucking feral and disgusting. It's the worst. Oh, my God. No, like, I hate it. So they're, like, a hit or miss, this agency. I guess so. I think it's kind of fun. It's kind of like an M. Night Shyamalan effect where it's, like, they're mm-hmm. either doing a great job or it's the biggest, fattest fail Shit I've show. ever seen in my life. <gasps> They said, we don't know mediocrity. We exist on extremes, both good and bad. Exactly. Something poetic about that, And I that, kind of though. love it. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> Can we blame them? It's They're their dramatic. brand. <laughs> so pretty much, I'm looking at David, and of course, it's like, born from the legacy of David Ogilvy, and it's like, oh. old school advertisers know one person, and it's David Ogilvy, and they just will not let that man die. That's where they birthed their name from? Yeah, they're like, David. Because Ogilvy's already taken, and it's like one of the biggest advertising on the whole planet. What's his middle name? Someone's going to come out with his middle name. They literally will. They'll be like, our agency is D-O. It's the initials of David Ogilvy. It's like... But also do. Let this man fucking live. Let him die, I mean. Leave him alone. It's very, like... And I remember when we had to learn about, like the, like, golden age of advertising and, like, all these big names, like, in classes, it Mm -hmm. was, like, yeah, like, they definitely were, like, pioneers of advertising, but they were only pioneers in the way that, like, no one had thought of it before. Like, they weren't doing incredible things. They were just doing things that no one's done yet because it was, like, new stuff. Yeah. Like, they literally were just men that stumbled on something new that they could do, and now they're, like, lauded as the biggest geniuses on Earth, and it's, like, if Dave... They just had the resources. Exactly. Like, if half of those, like, big names of advertising were alive today, they wouldn't be able to keep up because advertising is so complex. You have to be so smart and so analytical to put out good work nowadays, or back then, it was literally, like, hey, look it, it's a baby drinking out of a Sprite bottle, and that's, like, a million-dollar idea. Literally. That is legitimately a a famous app. Yeah, like, not to, like, you know... Or maybe it was 7 Disrespect up, the dead or whatever, but, like, they they did the bare minimum. And now we're worshipping them like they were the Greek gods. Exactly. And, like, I can understand, like, the impact and, like, historical significance of them, but it's also, like... Guys, please, we have two agencies that are named after the mm-hmm. same man. I'm over it. Yeah. Uh, I thought David was, like, one of their founders or some sh- I hate that. Ugh. I'm going to vomit after this no. episode. So, I... Okay, our beef with David Ogilvy aside, I looked because I was like, okay... Like, maybe this was, like, a group of, like, men and women who put it out, all this stuff. So, I go... Onto their website. Oh no! Um, and uh, she went down the David rabbit hole. 
I did go down the David Rabbit hole, and, okay, okay, so, of the Miami office, which is, um, who, uh, put out the Burger King campaign, mm-hmm. um, they have, let me just make sure I'm getting this right, um, they have a global chief creative officer, so, okay. like, big creative, uh, person in charge, mm-hmm. um, can you please guess if that person is a man or a woman? I'm gonna say or man. A non, okay, I was say or non-binary, but it's I... A man. Yeah. A white man? I don't think a white man. Okay. His last name is Cassis. Okay. They're black and white pictures, too, I want to preface okay. that. So, they're really, like, you guys can't tell. It's black and white, you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um... I really feel like sometimes agencies who want to seem diverse put all their pictures in black and white so people can't look and immediately see that everyone's white. And expose white. them? Yes. That Ooh. is a theory. That's a working theory I have. Anyways, yes, that is a man. Um, their group creative, or one of their group creative directors, um, man or woman? Man, final answer. Yes. Man. <laughs> wow. Another one of their group creative directors, because um, they have two. Mm-hmm. Um, do we do we think that is a man or a woman? I want to say women for the like the benefit of the doubt, but I know it's a man. I know it's a man. You would be correct because it is a man. Oh fuck, David. Um, <laughs> David. <laughs> um, and granted, like they. Like, you know, they're, okay, like, account, group account, two of their group account directors are women. Yeah. Um, but, like. Other than that. You know, you're, you're, you're big guy in charge, and then your two group creative directors are, are both men. hmm Go figure. They're tokens. The women are just tokens for them. Well, and I also feel like there's a huge trend of, like, for some reason, account is, like, dominated by women. Like, women love account positions. I don't know why. It, I feel like it almost gives us, like, it's almost a sense of authority, but it's still under, like, especially when there's only men in the C-suite, it still bothers me. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100%. <sighs> so when I originally looked on David, I didn't look at just their Miami office. I looked at all of their offices in Miami, Madrid, Sao Paulo, and Buenos Aires. Mm-hmm. Bu- bu- Oh, I hate being white because I can't pronounce anything that isn't. It's okay. At least you acknowledge that. She said Buenos Aires. I'd be like, Buenos Aires. (laughs) Sorry. I hate it. Sometimes people come into work and they're like, can I get a, what is that? Cafe con lychee? And I'm like, you have to be joking right now. Are you, no, you're like, you're kidding. Right. You mean cafe con leche? I know. And I'm like, oh, I can cafe con leche for you. (laughs) Like... (laughs) But I really can't fathom, like, girl, even if you can't pronounce it, you have to understand, like, I, you it's have, English. how have you not heard that word yeah. before? Especially it's coffee shop, words. and it's a common coffee order. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways, so when I first looked at all their, off- when I first looked, I looked at all their offices mm-hmm. to see the breakdown of, you know, like, uh, like, executive creative directors, group creative directors, mm-hmm. all that stuff. All the things. Um... Every single one of their creative directors, associate, group, and executive are all men. Oh, I love it here. And across across all of their offices, that has to be like at least like like eight people ish. All men. Oh no. I hate that. And that that is the agency that put out the line, women belong in the kitchen. Then it makes sense why they, they ran with it. Because every single fucking person in that room was like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 They're like, yeah, I think this is really... And even if, like, I, you know what? I, like, I don't know what happened in that room. Maybe, you know, I assume there were, like, female creatives in the room who were like, maybe they liked it. Maybe they didn't like it. But at the end of the day, like, silenced. it's a... It's an ad agency run predominantly and overwhelmingly by men. So, like, it's just not a good fucking look. It's not. I hate that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. You know, wow. So. <laughs> wow. If you need any more reason to dislike the Women Belong in the Kitchen campaign, there is another one. I'm pissed. Can I also point out that part of Burger King's thing is, like, Women, more women should be in fine dining, and it's like, is mm-hmm. Burger King fine dining? 
Ooh. My answer is no. Um, it's gonna be a no from me, it's boss. Me. Right? Like, I'm poor, so I don't find dine often, but I've seen movies, and I don't, I don't think it is. It's like, oh, Burger King, who pays minimum wage, wants me to train f- for fine dining. Like, what? I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't really understand, like, what the whole campaign's purpose was anyways. Like, if you want mm-hmm. more women to be, I don't it's just weird. It didn't read well. Everyone hated it. And then Burger King was like, oopsie doopsie, sorry. I made a fucky wucky. Is that oop? And I oop? And I oop? Like, I'm, oh, I hate it. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. Well, Burger King and David. And David. And David. Oh, David. Oh, David. <laughs> I am disappointed in both of them. 100%. 100p. I love honoring women. Um, I love empowering women. You know me. I love women. We love um, women on this podcast. We love women. On this podcast, we love women. <laughs> However, I feel like entering the ad world in our careers, we need to do better with whoever we, whoever it is we create for. Um, yes. I think... You, when you see Grace and I in the C-suite boardrooms, no, we are not class traitors. We are infiltrating the enemy and then going to overthrow. So, I'm a huge advocate of brands just throwing money, like throwing big mm-hmm. chunks of money at problems. Because truly, yeah. like in this economy, that is all you can do to actually make a difference yeah. as a corporation. Treat it like a strip club, you know? Treat societal problems like a strip club and just make it fucking rain. Oh my god, imagine imagine if like every major corporation was like, Oh my god, pores, come here, we're throwing money. Like if they just started yeah. throwing hundred dollar bills in the streets, I'd be fucking groveling out there with everyone else. Like Dude, you know I would my be. My pussy would be popping. So moral of the story, mm-hmm. love the women around you, protect the women around you. Yep. Believe the women around you. Period. Buy yes. things of large mm-hmm. monetary value for the women around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and throw money at societal issues. Throw money at societal issues. Make it rain. Make it fucking rain. Make it fucking rain. Um, yeah, we love you, all the women listening, all the NBs, if you're a man listening, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I guess, we'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, well that about sums it up for this, this episode. Thank you for enlightening us and listening to us. Celebrate the, the somewhat wins and just absolutely demolish Burger King and David. Fuck them. Fuck Burger King David. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to check out us on Instagram. Um Adrage Podcast on Instagram. Um DM us, hop on our DMs, tag us if you're listening to us. Um slide in our email. You're sexy. If you're listening to this, you're sexy. That's we don't make the rules. 